You know, you'd think two weeks into quarantine, three weeks into quarantine, seven years into quarantine, it's 500 years that I would have watched an episode of The Simpsons by now. Not not a one, I'm guessing. <laughs> it's even on Disney Plus, and I still haven't. I don't know. He said Oakley Doakley, and that's why I thought of it. Hi. Man, when was the last time I watched an episode of The Simpsons? I'm just like, I'm trying to think. It has to have been like five years minimum. They went through a rough patch with the whole Apu thing. I stopped watching well before that became problematic. It stopped caring. The show was just not funny. They struggled so, yeah. with the release of Family Guy, I think, and yeah. the direction that humor went. It's weird because they are now the family safe cartoon joke show. And I remember in high school, there were people in my, that I knew up to high school that were not allowed to watch it. When it first came out, my parents didn't let me watch it. Right. Same here. Yeah. And then like two years later, they were like, no, never mind. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it uh, the show kind of grew up with us, right? Did it? I don't know. I mean, I didn't watch Kyle Burnett. That's kind of what I assume. Right. Not talking about like the super old stuff, but once it became an individual show and like as the animation improved after the first few years. (laughs) Those first seasons are pretty rough. And Homer's voice is... Yeah, I don't really have a word there. I was just going to let it go. Hello, everyone. This is what it's become. (laughs) Episode 201 of We Were Gamers. It's the same. (laughs) Completely off topic to start. I'm Andy. JJ's here. Hello. Michael's here. Hey, everybody. Uh, As I mentioned, we're X weeks into um, soft lockdown, I would say, of the United States over here. Most of it, anyway. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I find myself with not any extra time in a day. Things have filled the gaps, and my house has become messier, even though I'm in it cleaning it. Yeah, but there are also other people in it all the time, as opposed to not, which was the case before, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah, none of you are leaving. (laughs) Still have not run out of toilet paper, I would like to point out, and have not bought it. Since before the crazy. Because why would you need to? You buy them in the one pack and then it lasts for months. So, again. Anyway. Calm down. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) How are you guys holding up? All right. Good. Getting stuff done. Playing games. Watching TV. What's the deal? We We should check in on each other for half a minute. Implore people to call their friends and see how you doing, man or woman. Well, man, I, I think we had a we had a we had a good hangout on Friday night. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. It was good. a lot of fun. I suggest people do that. I've seen a lot of it floating around social media, but the digital hangout is actually quite enjoyable, and it's not that hard to nope. set up. Mm-mm. And really, all you have to do is sit and look at your computer, which, you know, is like what I was going to be doing anyway, probably. You can set up picturesque scenes for people to look at. 
Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, have some, have your whatever adult beverage or whatever you may have cons- pretended or considered to enjoy in the past. Uh, you just make it, make it yourself at home. Uh, and, uh, and hang out with your friends and talk, you know, just, uh, shoot the breeze. Can I do a follow-up of an issue that people will not have heard about because it happened during our happy hour? Sure. sure. Sir La Table. The La Table. The La Table. Yeah. On, on the table. Below the table? S- sir. No, is on. Sir, sir is on? Yeah. Is it Baja? Is that low? Below? Oh, so, okay, so Sir is French. Is it? Isn't it yeah, Spanish? Yes. No. Hmm. Well... I mean, there might be S U R in Spanish. Uh, I don't know Spanish very well, but uh, La Tabla is French for the table. It might also be Spanish for the table. Okay, Sir uh, is south in Spanish. Oh, okay, so sure Sir in French means on. Dessous is under. Okay, south of the table. South of the table. <laughs> no, it's not of. It's just south of the table. <laughs> it's its name. <laughs> South, yeah, like a magic card. You put South, comma the table. <laughs> I'd be into that. We could name a store South the table, and then it's all it's all dishes that you could consider from a South. So like South United States dishes, Southern American dishes. Yeah, anything South. I like it. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, quick recap. I ordered a bunch of pots and pans because they're on sale from Sir La Table and uh, on the table. And they canceled my order during our happy hour. They canceled our order. And everyone was like, it's fine. Just call their customer service. So uh-huh. two days, I tried to call their customer service. But um, things are happening currently. And, you know, it's hard to get through to places. They had an answering machine. Instead of customer service. So I wasn't able to get through till Monday. By Monday, the stuff I had ordered had disappeared from the website. And when I called to reinstate the order, they tried to do it. And then real fraud prevention on my credit card, who has now seen X charges go through to a website, was like, hold up, wait, what's going on? So my order got canceled again today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god uh, did you call your credit card and tell them what the f- the f <laughs> man dude good, good save <laughs> way to step on your own mic there that was good uh i did yeah hole up you might say but the funny part was it happened i i ca- i delayed i asked dumb questions while i was on the phone with the person as they were putting through the order for a second time as a which is now a back order by the way i have to wait for these things to come back in because they don't actually have them even though they had them when i ordered them right um mm-hmm. now they don't have them so i have to wait for whenever they decide to show the up which could be a while considering current conditions and I understand that. That's fine. Uh, so uh, knowing that this could happen, I kept the lady, who's very nice, on the phone answering uh, my silly questions until a inevitable fraud prevention thing came through. I told her that it came through. I told her that I approved it and that she should try to recharge it. She said, 
oh no it's fine it shows that it's fine on our end and then 15 minutes later via email i got a rejected canceled order again cool (sighs) i want to give you money during trying times (laughs) make it easier please call your credit card and be like look I'm buying things from this website. If you cancel this order again, I'm canceling this card. (laughs) (sighs) And if that doesn't work, then cancel the card because clearly they hate you. So now we got a big old question mark on whether or not I will ever get pots and pans and when they will arrive. Thankfully, I assume you still have pots and pans. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. um, Could have nicer uh, ones. You know, this is a tough time for people and it's hard to tell people that it's a good time to buy anything. But this is a good time to learn the lesson that there's going to be in your life multiple downturns like this. And if you have the means to save for them, it can be an opportunity to buy things. Sage advice. Yes. That's a it's a tough thing to say because most people younger than us in our generation, etc. do not have that opportunity. Yeah. you know, it's a goal, maybe. Yeah, look, you gotta you gotta take care of yourself first. Mm-hmm. Obviously, of course. But if you yeah. can, if you've got a little extra to spread around to try and take care of somebody else, mm-hmm. it might be a good time to do that. For real. All right. Unless we have any more disturbing cancellations during quarantine. <laughs> oh, my sous vide's not showing up for a month, by the way. Not essential. Non-essential. And I oh, agree with that. Because it's, a it's an Amazon. It was an Amazon yeah. discount that I was glad to take, and I'm still glad to take, even waiting a month for it. It's fine. Well, I, I hate to I hate to spoil this for you, Andy, but you're probably going to be in the same position in a month. Oh, they're going to delay it again? No, not delay it. I mean, you're going to be right where you are right now. They're going to cancel it again? <laughs> well, trapped in your house. Oh, 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 I see. Okay. All right. I'll to be see. fair, no one is trapped. You can go outside. Sure, yeah. Uh, only R. Kelly is trapped. Fair. That's an in-the-closet and prison reference. Hmm. I think he's in prison. It's a bad he reference. He should be if he's we, not. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Should we go through what we're doing in quarantine or some news? Hmm. Well, I I can go through what I'm doing really fast. Okay. I'm still playing that game. (laughs) (laughs) Zero Uh, Heroes, The Legends of Clouds in the Sky. Andrew's trolling gets worse every time. (laughs) Worse or better? Uh, Worse. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Legend of Heroes. uh, And this one is Trails (laughs) from Zero. I can hear uh, you making sure you is, got it right before. I mean, he bought, to be fair, he bought two of these games in like a week. At the same yeah. time, you're going to get them titles mixed up. Yeah. And I'm not even playing the one that I bought after this one because I have to play the... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> this game is pretty good, you guys. It uh, It is... A, and, or, uh, this will maybe make a little more sense to hey, it's Michael. It's an RPG. Uh, this is the yeah, RPG, RPG series you've been playing for a while. This is the sixth game that you have played in this series, maybe? 
this would be the sixth one I have played, but chronologically it is the fourth one that came right, out. Right, right, right. But it's the sixth one you've played. Yes. Okay. And, Michael, this game feels a lot like Trails in the Sky, the first chapter. Okay, in what sense? Uh, well, both the art style is kind of that way, but yep, also yep. that it, it starts off real small in that you are just this, you know, this two-bit rookie cop on the force and no one gives you any respect. And also, the jobs you're dealing with are like, help me find my lost kitty. And these sure. punks are fighting in the neighborhood and causing noise. Can you please stop them? Yeah, get them. Uh, you know, this sort of like small town problems, even though it's theoretically a big city. But, you know, you're the rookie cops. So you get to do the these kind of jobs. Yep. And as it goes on, all of a sudden your jobs are like, hey, these people are stealing or selling counterfeit goods in the marketplace. These people are trying to assassinate the mayor. These people are trying to, you know, and oh, the, the things have the things have ramped up all of a sudden uh, to like, hey, I, you're like getting respect. You are actually like people care. You get an article in the newspaper that isn't critical of you. Whoa. <laughs> uh, is because you're the that good feeling because you're bad at it. No, because you have actually done useful things. Uh, okay. And but you were getting critical fair, art. You were getting critical stuff before because you were the police, right? And the police generally are not viewed well. Uh, and you are actually helping not just the police in general, but like actually helping people and doing good things. So okay, yeah. One of the I think one of the things that was so good about that the first Trails in the Sky game was the pacing with which they sort of grew the scope of your world not making it feel like you know you're in the small town to start with doing these little things and hey all of a sudden you're saving the world oh that's good right because i don't like that you yeah. definitely have about like a good i mean that 40 to 50 percent of that first game is you just like wandering around the various towns in that that kingdom just being like going on here what are you people doing how's your oh you need to say need help with your cat yeah i can help you with the cat oh you want me to catch some fish let's go fishing you know oh boy that kind of stuff yeah and but then you slowly start to realize oh this mission in this town and that mission in that town are actually sort of related okay you start putting the pieces together right yes i have put some pieces together in this latest game and I, i i i connected the dots now man i see things happening oh no it's good yeah no it's behind good. the scenes like you oh there are who the bad guy is again or did you already know who the bad guy is because you played the games that are further ahead is stuff uh, ruined by this being a prequel okay so here is the crazy thing right this game which is the fourth one that came out and the fifth one that came out are like a one two duology right okay the games that came after that uh the Cold Steel games, the first two of those Cold Steel games happen at the same time as these two games. Get them. Like, so there's no, it's not a prequel. So you haven't. It's being ruined. Right. You haven't played far enough in the other series to get beyond where the story of this one takes uh, you. So, so I have gotten beyond where the story of this game takes me. But sure. Yeah. But the ology. Yeah, exactly. And. Yeah, there are clearly references to stuff that is happening in this area in those games, uh, characters and stuff that I'm meeting in those games who are in this game, for instance, and I already know who they are. And I'm like, oh, that's who this is kind of a thing. It's not really a spoiler, though. You're just kind of like 
hey, mysterious man. And you're just like, oh, I know who mysterious man <laughs> is. And then he introduces himself and you're like, I was right. <laughs> nice. Um, it's it's very, it's good. I am really enjoying it. Uh, and I, by all accounts, the game that follows this one is better uh, in the way that second chapter, the second Trail in the Sky game is better than the first one. So ah, yeah, such a good game. So I'm excited to finish this and get into that. I uh, don't know when, but soonish. Yeah, five years from now. Yeah, I, I'm. I just got into the intermission of this game, which is after chapter three, and I think there's a chapter four and then a prologue or a uh, epilogue. So okay, but the chapters are pretty big. So cool, very good. I'm glad RPGs get into a thing. Especially, uh, I'm, I hate to say it, Japanese RPGs. Uh, it's not a bad thing. I played a little bit of the uh, Bravely Default 2 demo. Hmm. Yeah, I was wondering if you had, uh, if you'd fired that up. I meant to do this. I did. Did you play Bravely 1, anybody? Yeah. I beat that. Wait. Yes, I beat that You'll game. You'll remember if you beat that game. <laughs> there's a whole time I travel. The, there's a thing that happens at the end, yeah. Yeah. It feels like the thing that's always happening at the end, and if you you know what I mean? Like that I didn't sprite, beat Bravely Second. That's so the one I didn't play. That sprite styled game is starting to me to feel like I'm playing this because I want it to feel new, even though I want to play the same thing. Okay. So, like, when I played Bravely Default 2, not second, the demo that just dropped after the Nintendo Direct we should talk about a little bit. Yeah. Um, I felt like, oh, cool, I'm playing Bravely Default 1 again, but on my Switch. It felt exactly the same, and it felt like the story would probably head the same place. The boss was punishingly hard. My goodness. For did the demo. Ex- did they maybe expect you to do a little more grinding there? Maybe. I mean, the last demo was only maybe f- three, four hours if you wanted it to be. If you really pushed it, you could do more. But at a certain point in the demo, you can actually break the skills beyond what the game can handle in mm. in these things. Because you can do job combos and stuff like that. And um, they patch out certain things after the demos. So there was a Bravely Default 1 demo. You could do like a pirate ninja combo on each character that was just like you went uh, brave, which means you took extra turns and you couldn't be stopped. You just kept taking extra turns. Um, the the system, the battle system in that game is still really cool. It's like the only problem I have with it is I think the like mass brave all your characters to like mortgage out all your turns for a giant alpha strike is thousand, an almost almost unbeatable strategy. Thousand percent you, agree. Yep. You, you you take each character gets like four turns in a row before the enemy can react or yep. do anything, and then you essentially have like done you know sixteen turns worth of damage before the enemy even gets to act. And so then the only time that strategy doesn't work is on bosses that have crazy amounts of health or resistances or whatever. Uh huh. 
and then you get raffle stomped because those bosses have like <laughs> I'm, oh you didn't know you needed to guard there sorry dude and then you die yeah too bad I'm, for you i'm picturing that one scene from v from v for vendetta where all the guards are arrayed in front of him the and he gives that speech about uh know what you have are bullets and the hope that when your guns are empty i will be dead <laughs> yeah yeah it is a bit like that at some points in that game. There's a couple of bosses, I think, in the first game that really gave me a lot of trouble. I skipped it. In a game that I was easily headed to 100%ing, I ran into a boss. I ran into two bosses, one of which I beat my head against until I could figure out the strategy for beating it. That was to get the vampire job, which I never I used. I was just going to say, that's one of the ones I didn't do. It's so late in the game that I got the job because I wanted to have all the asterisks unlocked. And I unlocked it and I was like, okay, but where does this fit? I already have my builds at this point. I'm ready to go to the end of the game. So what am I, yeah. what am I going to go level vampire now for what ability, you know? Uh, so I didn't use it even though I spent the time to get it. And then there was, um, there was like a dragon side quest thing yeah some of those dragons a, were super tough i remember in a tower or something and then i said mm, no no thank you um this felt to me when i was in it like all right cool i'm ready for more bravely default even though it feels the same, you know? It didn't feel like, oh, wow, they changed this or they changed that or this looks that much better. Nothing. It just felt the same. And I'm glad when you guys talk about these games that the story is so integrated and varied across the board that it looks and sounds so much different when you guys play it. It, it really is refreshing. It makes me jealous of you. <laughs> I still think some of the most fun stuff to do in these games is to go back and I'm talking about the trails games now. Uh, you go back and talk to the random NPCs in the various parts of the city after basically every story thing happens. Uh huh. And their like own little personal life has updated. There's a guy who's studying for a test and then he's stressing out about it. And so he goes to the uh, diner for lunch and you can talk to him there and he's stressing out about it. And then cool. he goes back and falls asleep as the day progresses and then you talk to him the next day and he took the test and he's really worried about it and then you can you know the next day you can talk to him later and find out how he did and that's cool and then every and that's not just this one guy every npc in the game has a story like this they go off and do something every time your party does anything yep or they come back you know they come back and are like oh i read the article about you in the newspaper good for you yeah like oh, the okay. little kid the little kid playing around in front of my building is like, oh, hey, mister, it's good. I saw your article. It's so cool that you're doing this. Mm -hmm. And when the first time they're like, who are you? And like, why are you here? <laughs> and then, now they want to be your friends. And then next time they want to play with your dog. And then they want to, you know, like all the stuff. I love it. That's awesome. So it's it, That's why those ga these games are so great. I I truly recommend all of them to everyone. All right. Perfect. Michael, do you recommend The Messenger? I do recommend The Messenger. Um, so I got through the end of the main storyline, and it is a 
it is is just as much fun to finish to finish the game as it was um when I was talking about it last week. How many there hours is a for the main story? Um seven or eight? Not very long. No, it's it's Good. relatively short. Um depending on how well you do at uh sort of precise platformers, let's say. Ah. Mm-hmm precise as in super meat boy precise or like no. castlevania precise no it's more like more like newer castlevania precise I so while the while the style is supposed to be homage to ninja gaiden the the tight jumping is not nearly as as punishing as those old games used to be okay um but there is at the at the end there is and I don't know if it's intentional or not uh, there is a, a nice little homage to sort of end the game to everyone's favorite Dragon Ball move. Sweet, oh. a little Kamehameha, huh? Yeah. All right, I'm into that. Um, but one of the neat things for me was that the reason that I had decided to go back and and play this when I did because uh, it's been sitting in my library for a while, was that I had backed their new Kickstarter for Sea of Stars, mm-hmm. which is their Chrono Trigger-like RPG that they're starting to get off the ground. And they mentioned that the games take place in the same universe, but that the new game is going to be a thousand years in the past from the messenger. Can I sidetrack and, you for a second since you said yeah, Kickstarter? Sure. I got a Kickstarter... Uh, uh, questionnaire today for Wonderful 101. They asked us for our shipping info and everything else. 15 minutes later, after I finished the thing, they said, Hey, uh, for all you people that ordered the physical edition, I- aka me, we forgot to ask you which physical edition you wanted. So we're trying to figure out how to redo surveys, but we don't know how. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. Technology is hard. Yep. Technology is hard. I'm sorry. I had to say, I thought that was really funny. Anyway, go ahead. Thousand years in the past from the messenger. So a prequel. Not, yes. not really. So not, not really, but yes. Um, and they, they mentioned that there would be subtle call outs between the two games for people that had played them both, uh, okay. that you didn't need to have played either one to enjoy the other. And so I got to a point over the weekend playing the messenger where I, I definitely recognized the two of the, the main, the messenger comes across these two sort of disembodied spirits. And I realized that they are supposed to be the main characters from sea of stars. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And it's not like the fact that they're, yeah. (laughs) The fact that they, they are going to be the characters from sea of stars is not germane to the story of the messenger at all. But you realize that they've they've set it up for these to be the two characters. Cool. That kind of interconnected stuff always rules when That's I find it in games. I so love good. it so much. It's so good. Yeah. It's like, oh, they planned this from the beginning. Yes. Ah, on me the joke is. Yep. Moving on. Uh so I'm I'm still playing it. Uh okay. there is it turns out that the the free version I got came with the DLC. So there is a a small like three three long level DLC that is a it's a its own side story. 
Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Side but story it, with any characters you've met along the way or just side? So it is it is your character as so you have to finish the main game to open it up. And you go back into your save file and there's an object in the shop that you can now interact with. And if you tried to, it's, it's an orb. And if you tried to touch it during the main game, it would give you a message that said, come back after your adventure is complete. Hmm. Um, so you, you interact with the orb and it basically takes you with whatever abilities and power-ups you've obtained through your main playthrough into this side story. Cool. So one of the one of the characters from one of the bosses that you defeated in the main story uh, is back and is trying to set a trap for you, basically. Yeah. I think I like it better when they do DLC that way, as opposed to like, oh, look, it's perfectly integrated into the main game. Mm-hmm. Which can also be good, but the problem with that then is I don't typically have time to go replay the main game. <laughs> if I finished it before the DLC came out, which sometimes takes like a year or more, some you know. Yep. Thing. Yeah. In that in that case where they try and seamlessly integrate, I want to wait and all out and then just play it all at once. Right. Those are the games where I'm like, well, I'm not buying this game till the Game of the Year edition is out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm already, you know, uh, I'm, I keep looking because I really want to play that Switch Marvel Alliance Ultimate Alliance three. Uh, I mean, they keep coming out with DLCs for it. I'm like, come on. And there's another new one coming. I know. I just saw it again, Nintendo Direct. Uh, 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 there's just more and more coming for that game. And I'm starting to make me kind of like really want to play it. But also there's so much now that it would be like a lot of money to not wait for the game of the year edition. <laughs> you got to assume. I, I guess I don't know time. how. How well did that game sell? Yeah. Oh, it it I think it did well. I think it did okay. pretty well. If it did well, then you got to assume they will eventually do one or do a like here's 90% of the DLC all rolled up in one big bundle that you can buy. You know, but like it's going to be a year yeah. after they stop putting out other DLCs before they do that. Yeah, of course it is, right? It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, almost long enough for you to forget about the game, and then they're like, nope. "But wait, they keep- <laughs> there's more." At this point, no. Awesome, man. So, Messenger eight hours. You think it's good? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only other interesting thing I'll say about it is that it does have a new game plus system, and I don't know that I'll I'll dive into a new game plus now. But the way that they implement it sounds a little bit different your new game plus playthroughs stack difficulty. So a little bit like the, the dead cells concept, JJ, or where with each, with each successive plus layer that you, you stack on top of it, the enemies get harder and harder and you can theoretically just keep stacking difficulty up until it hits whatever cap they put on it. So like the Diablo system, I like, Dark Souls, Dark Souls does that. Does it? Mm-hmm. Oh. You get to the you get to the end of Dark Souls, you can start over from the beginning, New Game Plus, you keep all your stuff, enemies are way tougher. I wonder if Fallen but- Order has that. Fallen Order, New Game Plus. Yeah, so I read anecdotally that the developers got to level seven of the difficulty increase before they couldn't beat the final boss. Jeez. <laughs> 
<laughs> and even to make it even harder, if you so I, I think I described the mechanic where you have the little you have a little helper who revives you for a certain cost of gems. Oh yeah, yeah. In the new game plus, you know ahead of time what the gym cost is going to be and it's fixed and if you don't have the gyms to pay him when you die it's not only an instant game over but it drops you all the way back down to the standard new game plus difficulty so like ever, all your pluses go away so Dang. all your pluses disappear uh. yep and then there's a there's another there was another difficulty I think that was based on something you collect in the DLC where you can turn on a mode called the deal and the deal is that you have double the health and do triple the damage but it's it's a single life playthrough. Okay. That's a that is a fun way to do a single life thing. A lot of games I feel have these like speed run or no death kind of achievements in them. And I never, ever, ever want to do those because they're impossible in a lot of cases, or sure. you have to be like really good. And I'm not generally that good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like I could, I can beat a Dark Souls game, you know, but like I, it, I die so many times. <laughs> you guys, I've died quite a bit in uh, Fallen Order. Uh, no new game plus in that game, by the way. I just found, found out. Just shaking my head over here. I know. It's kind of a bummer. There's apparently a mod you can get on PC to do it, but you still have to go unlock the abilities. Sure. It's, that's kind of ingrained in the game. And, and yeah. there is some stuff like in, in the Dark Souls New Game Pluses that would happen that way, right? Like if you need to kill these specific bosses or whatever, they would make you do that again. Yeah, yep. exactly. And the, yeah. The, so the messenger has the, the way they did that is you you lose all of your abilities that you collected when you go into a new game plus, except for each level of plus, you get to select one ability to start the game with. Oh, now that's like definitely more than you get in Dark Souls. In Dark yeah. Souls, you just get to keep like your equipment and your character level and that's it. Yeah, I just don't know how good that would be in Fallen Order since... There's no equipment. You could keep yeah. your upgrades, I guess, but half the upgrade tree is based on like, okay, well, force push is an unlocked ability that you wouldn't yeah. have. So half the upgrade tree for force push wouldn't do anything. Yeah. Is it the, the innate scaling you get off of just having like more points in health and stuff is the stuff that you need to fight in the new game plus because the enemies are way stronger, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, oh. I don't have a ton to say about uh, Fallen Order, which I'm still playing, by the way. Uh, between that and Hearthstone, which had an update. I hit 6K in Hearthstone, which is fun. Uh, 6K at Hearthstone Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds. Is what he's talking about. I apologize. Battlegrounds. Um, and then I assumed you wisely stopped playing before you lost all of your rating. I dropped back down to 5993 or something. <laughs> oh. That's not even bad. I dropped down to 5,000 from 6,100. <laughs> it did that thing where I'm like, all right, 6,000. I'm on a roll. Let's play one more game. Ah, I lost. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, I didn't lose too many points, and that's when I turned it off for the night. And I haven't played since. I played some more Fallen Order. I got to a pretty big story moment. Uh, 
So I think I'm kind of basically towards the end of this game. I have one comment. Can we please, in 2020, stop putting zombies in every game? Generic enemy. What's wrong with the What's wrong with the zombie, Andrew? They didn't need to be zombies. There's a thing in Star Wars with force ghosts. You could just do that. Yeah, but they're they're ghosts. They don't want ghosts. They want some things you can chop up with your lightsaber. You can't chop a ghost. It didn't need to be zombies. I and he literally says the word zombie, and I'm like, come on. <laughs> when in Star Wars. I, if you know the answer to this, email us at podcast at weeverkamers.com. When hey, that in Ken, Star we're Wars, talking to you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? When in Star Wars has there been a quote-unquote exact word that came out of Cal Kestis's mouth, zombie? I'm going to do Control-F in the Google Book Archive of all these Star Wars <laughs> books and find five million hits. Well, it's funny because I watched that... Uh, Rebels show, and they encounter one of these characters that is on this planet, and they make Force ghosts. And it's like, why didn't you use that information in this game? Because they, it's weird because they use a lot of the other Star Wars canon in a very good way. This game is good in so much as they use what is already around them in the Star Wars universe. Unlike those new films where they're just trying to chart an unchartable course and make everything up as they go along. These guys are like, all right, well, there's some like stuff here that doesn't really get explored in the Star Wars universe. Maybe we should do a side story about, you know, what it's like to have gone through the Jedi Purge or whatever. You know, like there's unexplored facets of that universe, which makes those side stories so good, like Rogue One and all that. And I was just going to say, like Jin Erso and Rogue One, <laughs> the reason why that movie was good. Right. So this uh, has now given some big moments that I just saw. I went through like two hours of cutscenes. <laughs> it wasn't all cutscenes. There was like pl- gameplay in between. But there's a lot of uh, story beats that happen here three three quarters-ish of the way through the game. And uh, it's good. It's good. We talked a lot in uh, Michael's section there about the Nintendo Direct. Do we want to talk about any of the games that they announced for that thing? I didn't see like 99% of it, so I want you guys to tell me what I need to know about the Nintendo Direct. Zine well, I think the... Yeah, I was going to say, I think the most direct... said 99%. <laughs> it's funny, I can cover 51% of it right now for you. Clubhouse Games... 51 games for the Nintendo Switch. (laughs) There you go. Now you're 52% of the way through it. What? There's a game coming out for the Switch, uh, which I thought would have been a great preload for later on in the Switch's life. And I wondered why it wasn't a release title for, for the Switch, which is tabletop games for your Switch. They showed people playing that thing in gigantic group settings. Why didn't they have backgammon and Moncala and chess and all these things for the Switch that you can set down on a table and play? Right? Okay. I think no one ever actually does that, but it's a good idea. It's a replacement but- for me in terms of understanding that what that game is for. Of bringing a thousand travel board games with you for your kids. Sure. 
Yeah. Sure. Right. Like it, I see the use case. It's like a de- it's pretty good. There's this a use holds case. no no appeal to me whatsoever. Sure. It's like Labo. I don't own any yeah. Labo, but Labo sold like crazy. Right. Right. So and now all of them are in the garbage. <laughs> many many of them. Yes. Hey, at least they hopefully got recycled. Maybe. Yeah, it's true. Recyclable. Anyway, all right. So fifty one percent of it is that. Fifty two percent of it is Xenoblade. Definitive so what is the edition. other forty eight percent? Well, they're two percent for Bravely Default. Oh ha ha ha! Because it's two. Nice, nice. Uh, what else was in there? Um, they dropped that Panzer Dragoon remake. Oh yeah, it's just ready to go. Yeah. Well, you could also buy it on limited run games if you'd like a physical copy of it for your Switch. Yeah, y'all ever play Panzer Dragoon? I did not. I did. Mm-hmm. I want to know if this is just an up-res, or maybe they made it a little less rickety. It. I don't know. Was Panzer Dragoon ever actually good? I'm not sure that it was. It was good at the time? It looked good at the time. It sure did. I the think that's Dragon the only was fun. thing it had. It was cool. It was cool. The idea of it was cool. You, it was playing. The title of the good, game though. was Panzer Dragoon, and you rode a dragon. Yeah, I know it's good, but the game was maybe bad. I don't know. I, I haven't tried to replay it, but like my memory of that game was like, this is a game that my friend owned, and it's like, man, this was that, cool playing for an hour. I never want to play this. It's weird <laughs> that in 2020. They kept that weird reticle. The, oh, why do this? <laughs> the bad thing about the game. It, nah. You can't see where you're shooting. I know, but that's they tried to make this thing into that type of shooter, right? Where it was the reticle shooter. Yeah. And that's what it was. And so... Uh, I guess that... Yeah, yeah. I think if it's an up-res and nothing better, maybe it's not great. Obviously, we haven't played it. I think if it's an up-res and it runs well... I Look, I'm not running out to get it. I'm going to wait. Yeah, yeah. That game didn't run good when it came out, right? So... It's unbelievably short. If it... Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. I think it's like two hours or something. Eight levels. I don't remember. Not long. It's unbelievably short. So, this... We all broke the rules recently. (laughs) (laughs) And bought a bunch of games that weren't on sale or that were newish or etc, etc. I think this one falls squarely in the category of follow the We Were Gamers purchasing rules. And that sucks for Megapixel and Forever Entertainment because they want to get, you know, that fat $30 money or whatever this thing costs straight off on the Switch, which I think is a timed release for the Switch. And then it goes to PC. Um, I don't see anything that indicates that they've upped the game enough to be like, yo, this is almost a full game, pay us $30. I think... Panzer Dragoon was fun and is worth checking out when this is in the Christmas sale bin. Yeah. All right. 
Yo. No, no more bummers. What else? Do you want Animal Crossing new stuff? I'm not into that, but Do a lot you of people want really are. To know that Arms is going to be the next thing for Smash, but they don't know when and they don't know who. Did anyone ever play Arms, and why would you do that? I mean, that? If, if you told me who, would it mean anything more to me than one of the Arms characters is going to be in it? Arms, <laughs> the game, the hot game that people are definitely still playing. All four of them online. <laughs> They're trying to make an Arms League, I guess. Uh, Ring Fit Patch. Ring Fit, not available for anyone to buy. They've sold out years ago at this point. <laughs> $300 on eBay for a Ring Fit. $300. Yeah, that's going to be a no for me, dog. Yeah. I would love to get that game and play it. I should have bought it when it was $79. You know, the MSRP of the game. But my goodness. Uh, Can we find something he does care about here, Michael? Uh, there was the Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you want to play Pod Racer? No, but I know Switch? a lot of people, I know a lot of people like that game. The, the Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer game. Yep, yep. I, I think it was considered one of the, like, pretty good kart racers that wasn't Mario Kart. So. N64 release, I think? Uh, that's going to be, I don't know, right there. But I know a lot of people <laughs> that like it, so. I think that's good. 64. Believable. Um, yeah, there was yeah, a Jedi, new... Jedi... Oh, go ahead. The Jedi oh, right. one's interesting. They're putting online for that game. It had online, I think. Right? Was it? Yeah. It, those were all PC releases. They had online. Okay. But... It, online wait, which one? Is this Jedi... Is this Jedi... Jedi Outcast? Jedi Academy? No, Jedi, Jedi Academy. Jedi Academy. Academy. Okay. Yeah, I think Academy is the one that had, like, decent online. So, yes, there is. I saw an article about this today. There is online. It's already active. Um yeah. And apparently Switch players are getting just destroyed by PC players. Yeah, of course. Because there's no What would separate... you expect? Yeah. yeah. There's Mouse some and good... keyboard, Look, man. <laughs> there's some games out there that are doing good things with this, where they keep the pool big, but they identify what you're using... If you're using a controller, you go in one pool, and if you're using a mouse and keyboard, you go in another pool. Mm -hmm. Every Watch. game should have that. I don't understand. Yep. It, hey, look, you know, it, and there are cases where some of these consoles support mouse and keyboard controls, and in those cases, those players should be grouped with mouse and keyboard players, right? Uh, I think there's some PS4, like, Call of Duty-type games and stuff that support that. Yeah. Man, uh, you know, we should... Similarly, on PC, right, if you're playing with a controller... Don't group the controller player right, with exactly yeah. Quake players playing with their PC. It's <laughs> going to be a bad time. You know, we don't do research on this podcast, but sometimes it's fascinating. I opened up this Star Wars Episode One Racer page. First of all, development on the game took two years. Two years to make a full-fledged game after they made Shadows of the Empire. And they were like, let's just make another game inside of two years. It was a PC game first, and then went to N64, Dreamcast, and Game Boy Color as a port. Woof. How do you port a game from the PC to the Game Boy Color? 
you rewrite a completely different game, but you name it the same, I and guess. it kind of works and like call Mario it a Kart port or something. The game was mm-hmm. originally titled Star Wars Pod Racer. However, get into this nasty, disgusting United States only kind of problem. The company could not name it that because they learned another company owned the trademark for any games with the name Pod in the title. Love it. Joy. How, how do you trademark the word pod for a, a Oh, my God. Hopefully that has lapsed. Anyway. <sighs> Research. Interesting. That was Wikipedia. I hope I was true. excited to learn that uh, several years ago, the patent that existed on playing games on loading screens went out and you could do that now again. So now you don't have to just play Galaga? Well, so the thing is that the company that made Galaga is the one that owned it. That's why you were always playing like Galaga. Yeah. That's and why. so that yeah. that patent finally lapsed, and now other companies can do that. Hooray. Uh, just in time for all the consoles and everyone to move to SSDs so and that there no aren't more times anymore. <laughs> I'm really tired of crawling through tunnels in Fallen Order to let the game load stuff, which it doesn't even freaking load right, because after I get through the tunnel... The game still hitches all over the place as I load in everything around me. So, Andrew, you want to get excited about next generation consoles? They're putting really fast PCIe 4 SSDs in there, which are faster than the SSD you have uh, in your uh, computer. So, uh, So my current SSD, my next computer will have an NVMe PCIe 4, which we need to build. the, that computer will have a PCIe 3 NVMe unless you bought a board that came out this last year. Uh, I'll have to check. I will have to check. I tried to future-proof it, but maybe I'm wrong. Okay, um, there's only like a couple of boards I, that had PCIe 4. I honestly but, can't tell you off the top of my head of which PCIe NVMe version I got. And right. whether so, or not uh, it uses yeah. one of my PCIe buses or not. You know, because that's another thing you get with those boards. I think PCIe 4, there's not enough buffs, bus space for you to keep all your card slots open, too. Oh, I, I don't know. Um, I'm not really sure, like, the, the difference between, way off between target here. Hey, PCIe I, 4. But my point is, though, uh, the stuff they're quoting on these new consoles is like, oh, five gigabytes a second in terms of load speed or whatever. The SSD I have now is like maybe two gigs or whatever. Okay. Uh, an NVMe one is like closer to three and a half. Yeah. My um, NVMe should be way over that. It should be like four. Okay. So four is good, but it's less than five. <laughs> so, bro, can you know, we... I'm just saying that, it, you okay. know, the next gen after that one, the PC will then jump ahead again. But it's just you... for, you know, a little bit, there won't be uh, any load times. That's kind of For nice. what little bit, though? Do you both think that right now... Other than Sony Studios and Xbox Studios making exclusive titles only for their system, do you think any developer out there is prepping for NVMe SSD-only load times in their games? Yeah, if they can assume that all these consoles are all going to have NVMe SSDs, they can say, hey, here's the requirement for your PC version. Here. Have one of these. Get, and if you don't, get bent. Get bent. PC users? Yes. Wow. I don't think so. Where do they sell most of their copies? Not the PC. You know, I, I think it's clear. Like, they, the generations move forward. Spinning plate hard drives are the slow thing. 
if you don't have if you have a spinning plate hard drive, get bent. Get a I faster that, but, thing. But I, I completely agree that that I cannot I can't even when a parent that still has spinning drive computers asks me to do anything. Just okay, double clicking but- a program and waiting for it to load, right? Like I get that yeah. and I get that we as a collective group need to push people to stop with that. But NVMe specifically, PCIe specifically, not wholesale replaced by SATA connections at all in that world. There's a lot of Windows users that are not going to have NVMe or PCIe loaded SSDs. They will not meet the recommended or minimum specs for these games and are going to end up with, you know, long load times and Gosh, stuff. I, I, I hope so, but I, I that's hope the, so. Why, you know, I, look, I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow. The next like, oh, the first PlayStation 5 game, Xbox Series X game that come out on PC, you're going to be like, ah, we're just, only be you know, my computer is on fire. Yeah, but this is the time now, this generation is when they finally drop the like, hey, if you have a spinning hard drive, no, you can't play. It won't work. That would be nice. I think it would be nice. I just don't think you're going to get five gig throughput on every single game. No, of course you're not. And, you know, you'll get two gig throughput because they'll expect these these technical specs or whatever they put out are always like, here's the maximum or whatever. No one ever hits the maximum in real life anyway. That's not how channels work for anything. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know that they will expect two, but they'll expect something that's way better than what you can get off your 5,400 RPM <laughs> Seagate drive that's going to fail in a year or whatever. Do we expect good things from the Xenoblade Chronicles remake, though? I've already played that game twice, man. It's like 100 hours. I don't, uh, I I don't want to play you. it again. <laughs> I like that game so much. I just don't want to do it, man. Michael, will you play again? Oh. I don't know that he's going to be able to answer you right now. Uh-oh. Uh, um, but I can answer it for you, for him, though, because I'm pretty sure he would if he had the time. But like me, he will not. <laughs> That's funny. I never finished the first time around. Uh, so we'll see. I think that it's that's a up good my game, alley. dude. It's a good game. It has a lot of quests in it that are just like MMO style, like old MMO style fetch quests of like kill fifteen rats to get ten rat bones to bring back and you know do this stuff. And you can just go out into the field and just be like, "All right, man, <laughs> where are these rats at? I <laughs> just kill everything I see." Uh. Very mindless in that way, which can be kind of nice. You just run around and kill everything. Eventually, you'll find the items you need. Yeah, I I agree. Um, man, I'm trying to think if we missed anything major from that direct. I don't think so. It, it was, I mean, they called it a mini for a reason. I none of us play Pokemon. That was the big thing. They talked a while about the the Pokemon update. Okay. Um, for a while. There was like an island and all. They were telling people how that was going to work and stuff. Um. Oh, you, duh. We didn't even talk about the news. You were talking about these specs on these Xbox and 
PlayStations. They dropped this yeah. past week the specs on that Xbox and PlayStations. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think that we kind of covered the thing that's the big deal. is like, hey, they have SSDs, like fast ones in here. Yeah. That's the news. Uh, the PlayStation will allow you to attach PCIe 4 approved NVMe right. drives. The Xbox, the Xbox wants you to plug in NVMe cards. Or some Microsoft PCI, manufactured man, Yeah, they have their own things. thing that they've decided to do. I don't love that they're proprietary. Yeah. But, you know, what's going to happen is the same thing is going to happen for the PlayStation. Their list of approvals is going to be like, oh, there's only three drives on here. Why? And like in five years, <laughs> it comes Sony out. makes them. <laughs> it, it, so, Sony comes out and says, well, we were only asking $100 each for you to get approved. And people were like, sorry. And so like the prices for regular ones have dropped, but these other ones stay at $400 or whatever, because or people like, will discover the ones that also work. You know what I mean? Right. And that, you know, unofficial firmwares and all this kind of stuff, yeah. who knows, you know, um, but that it, it is nice to see them gently kind of gesture at re- consumer. Uh, yeah. It's odd, stuff, that, but it's odd yeah. that they don't have like some sort of, system for SD cards or something. I know the throughput on those is only like way too slow. It's like a gig and a half at max, right? Yeah. No chance that you can get on the same level as some of these other drives. So yeah. Yeah. Um, The thing it's funny is I think like, you know, the thing that uh, I think both of them said, I think the PlayStation is like 825 gigs and the Xbox they said is like a terabyte or something. Sure. Man, games are pretty big these days. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> uh, the Fallen Order games, like 35 gigs, buddy. And that's without being 4K. I think... Andrew, the- come on. 35, 35 gigs is for tiny babies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want to play a game that is big? <laughs> you did, I've heard people that have installed Call of Duty. Call of Duty, the most recent one, is like 110 gigs. Yeah, but that game allows you to install it in parts. So if you don't want to play the multiplayer, you don't have to install. 110 gigs. You hit your data cap just downloading that game. Every patch is 10 more gigs. (laughs) You hit your data cap just downloading that game, which is why data caps are dumb. Yes. That we can agree on. But also... Like, you know, the, the games aren't going to get smaller as they go forward. So no. if there's this one's already 110, there are Lord, 8K man, TVs be? out there now, which means they're at some point going to need to make 8K textures. And look, they already don't really do 4K textures. So let's just like, let's get to <laughs> 4K first. Let's get to SSDs and 4K. OK, gotcha. yeah, yeah. All come right. on. Let's I think yeah. looking at both of those, I'm still not I have abandoned the Xbox as of selling my 360 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will, especially with the idea that Game Pass is now, Xbox games are now just games. They're not going to do exclusives. They may do timed exclusives, but you can get everything on the PC, which I already play on. Yep. Um, I'm done with that system. And so like these don't, two systems don't really excite me per se, except like what we were talking about. Yay. They have SSDs in them. Thank gosh. Uh, yeah. you know, that means better PC games. I'll probably end up doing the thing where. If they have 10 good games for the PlayStation, I'll buy one in like the uh, last year and a half of its life out for super cheap. Yeah. 
yeah. uh, and play I, those I can't, games. I can't see, and even Sony exclusive games now have started coming to PC, right? Like, uh, only the, one. Horizon Zero Dawn. That's one is game, out. and that's and that's a game made by Gorilla, who has other games on PC. So the, they're a Sony owned studio, though. So yeah, okay. I I would not hold my breath for Sony to be throwing everything out there. Oh, look, yeah, definitely not. But. You know, it, it, they gestured in the direction, just like they're here. Consumers have this little tiny bone where you can choose. You don't have to buy only our hard drives. You can have these other four different ones. Here's also your tiny little bone. Play this one other game, <laughs> you know. All right. How um, about you tell people how to gesture in our direction? If you want to gesture in our direction, must much less condescendingly. <laughs> You could do it at podcast at weweregamers.com, which is our email address, and we will read and uh, maybe talk about your emails on this show. You can also find us on all of the social media, which is uh, at weweregamers on the various places, uh, which is good because uh, there's no escape from the internet these days. You're just on it all the time because there's nowhere else to be. So might as well talk to us, right? I, we would love uh, to talk to you. Fill up our inbox with your uh, stories about what you watched, what you didn't watch. Uh, we should talk about Castlevania at some point soon. Yeah, maybe we next a week. Bit That'd about be good. it last week, but uh, I think we could talk about it. I have some Bill thoughts. Nye. Not my thoughts are not about Bill Nye. My thoughts are about that scene with Alucard. Sure, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it. We will. Uh, Michael, real quick. I'm back. Are you going to play Xenoblade Chronicles D? I think that I have convinced myself that I, rather than going back and finishing my original file, which I never got to the end of, that I'm just going to wait. If it weren't for... It was, the, it was the additional content that pushed me over the edge. We're literally in the same boat. I looked at it and I said, yeah, I don't need to put that Wii copy back in. I'll just wait. He brought yeah. a motorcycle with him. All right. Good job, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's fair. Okay. A friend of mine uh posted pictures on his Instagram of cutting apart one of those plastic tubs. For his sous vide and get, and mm-hmm. sent and sent me instructions for how to do it. Yeah, I I didn't even do anything complicated, man. I just like took the plastic lid and some scissors and did it. Um, <laughs> you did I'm it sure real you fancy could do, and clean. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you could do it better than me. Yeah, all right, uh, but it, it works good, dude. And those things you can fit like I think I could get like two full size tri tips in that plastic bin if I needed to. Well, we'll see. Nice. I'll wait till I get my sous vide first and then mark it all up. And- yeah, and plus, like, you know, you could just, you don't even need that. You could just do it in a pot. What it, like, size perfectly fine. food thing did you get? Oh, uh, remember? gosh. It's fine. Quartz? Many, many quartz? <laughs> 12, something like that. Okay. It's a big tub, man. It's a big tub. It's not, like, wide. It's It's more tall than wide, I would say. Restaurant-grade food tub. Got it. Yeah, that's probably what. There's probably only like three of them, so, like three brands. So yep. you'll find it. I believe in you. Uh, Plus, you have a month to research it. So it's a Rubbermaid one. Does it come with a top? Hi, JJ. I have a I have a link for you. Okay.
It is a six quarts, eighteen quarts. How many quarts? Wow, that's a lot of quarts. Twenty-two quarts. <laughs> I mean, Andrew, you want me to go outside and like look at it? I could do it in a minute here. Okay, I'll just text it to you in a minute. Jay, I think Michael wanted something from you before you go. Oh yeah, it is just there's a new Lego kit that's coming out that is Dominic Toretto's 1970 Dodge Charger. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just sent you the link. I can't. I can't. Oh, my life. God. I only have a quarter mile of it at a time, and now I have to. Oh, oh my wow. God. Where is it? I just linked it to you. Facebook. Oh, why did you link it in Facebook? I... On my computer? Sorry, because it's on my phone. Dominic Toretto's night. Oh, my gosh. I don't need this at all, but I kind of want it. <laughs> I mean, I want to get this, and I want to get the Mustang, and paint the Mustang green, and put them next to each other. That's what I want in my I life. I want to get Paul Walker's nine-second car. Rip. That's what I want. I know. Can we get all the right. Gone in 60 Seconds show? Take it easy. No, no one wants that. Get out of here, Andrew. <laughs> Only if it comes with a Lego Nick Cage do I want it. And a Lego Angelina Jolie. No, I just want the Nick Cage. 